0: This is the day the Lord has made. Welcome again to 5-Minute Devotions. My name is Jeff Kester. Today we're going to be continuing our walk through 1 Corinthians chapter 11, and today I'm going to do verse 17 all the way through 34. But in the following instructions, I cannot praise you, for it sounds if more harm than good is done when you meet together. First, I hear that there are divisions among you when you meet as a church. And to some extent, I believe it. But, of course, there must be divisions among you so that you who have God's approval will be recognized. When you meet together, you are not really interested in the Lord's Supper. For some of you hurry to eat your own meal without sharing with others. As a result, some grow hungry while others get drunk. What? Don't you have your own homes for eating and drinking? Or do you really want to disgrace God's church and shame the poor? What am I supposed to say? Do you want me to praise you? Well, I certainly will not praise you for this. For I pass on to you what I received from the Lord himself. On the night when he was betrayed, the Lord Jesus took some bread and gave thanks to God for it. Then he broke it in pieces and said, This is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way he took the cup of wine after supper, saying, This cup is a new covenant between God and his people. An agreement confirmed with my blood. Do this in remembrance of me as often as you drink it. For every time you eat this bread and drink this cup, you are announcing the Lord's death until he comes again. So anyone who eats this bread or drinks this cup of the Lord unworthily is guilty of sinning against the body and blood of the Lord. That is why you should examine yourself before eating the bread and drinking the cup. For if you eat the bread or drink the cup without honoring the body of Christ, you are eating and drinking God's judgment upon yourself. That is why many of you are weak and sick, and some have even died. But if we would examine ourselves, we would not be judged by God in this way. Yet, when we are judged by the Lord, we are being disciplined so that we will not be condemned along with this world. So, my dear brothers and sisters, when you gather for the Lord's Supper, wait for each other. If you are really hungry, Eat at home so you won't bring judgment upon yourselves when you meet together. I'll give you instructions about the other manners matters after I arrive. You know, our church went through this passage not too long ago. Um, one of the things that we actually changed for a week was we changed the, the offering of the peace to one another. And our pastor went through it and said, look, you know, You're really supposed to get right with each other. If there's somebody you've sinned against, you need to go to that person and say, Hey, look, can you forgive me? And you're supposed to do that before you take communion. I think so often we go through the ritual of church, and we just you know go to church on Sunday, we sing the songs, we take communion, we stand where we're supposed to stand, sit where we're supposed to sit. And we just go through the routine. But I think it's good to change things up and realize why do we do the things we do. You see, communion was a thing that is is still a thing that brings us together as a church, as a body of Christ. And we're not supposed to have grudges or, or be sinning against one another in the church. And really, we're supposed to examine our hearts. And really, how many of us do that? You know, I think to... Uh, At our church, we have a a moment of silence to reflect. Well, how many of us actually reflect on our hearts? And I I think about that, too, because my mind tends to wander in a moment of silence as well. You know, how's my baseball team doing? What are my kids up to? Who made that sound? You know, I'm not really examining my heart at the given time when I'm supposed to. So I encourage you this week, think about why you do things in your church when you do them. Why do you pray at that time? Are you just taking communion? Are you not thinking about it? You know, so so many of us take communion on a weekly basis, and like I said, we just do it in a routine. It's just something we do. But the Bible says we're supposed to examine our hearts before we do something like that and get right with God, get right with other people before we take communion. And are you really doing that? I know I struggle with that. And I was so glad that our pastor a couple weeks ago had us kind of walk through that and say, look, you know, we're going to take some extra time and to the point where it's going to be a little uncomfortable. And if you need to talk to somebody, you should do that. And I think as a church, we've kind of lost that, that idea. And I think it's something we really need to get back at back into. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I pray for each one of us that attend a local church. I pray that as we go through the routine of church week in and week out, that we don't lose the meaning of why we do certain things or um, lose the meaning of communion or why we pray at this certain time or whatever it may be, God. I pray that each part of the service is like what you intended it to be. Each service is like a little Easter, and we're supposed to celebrate what you've done in our lives. It shouldn't be a task or something that just tick off the things to-do list, but God, going to church should be something where we reflect on our own lives, and then from there, head out into the world and be a light. And God, I pray that all of our churches would reflect that. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Remember, you're a loved child of God. And how are you going to echo Christ today? We'll see you tomorrow.